Welcome to We Live Here, stories of Humboldt families coping with COVID. What you are about to hear are lived experiences of struggle, of hope, of suffering, and of resilience as people give birth and care for young children during extremely difficult times. I'm Ronnie Swartz, the director of the Altruistic Behavior Institute at Humboldt State University. This episode is called, It Was Super Romantic. Elena gave birth and cared for an infant during COVID. Yes, I gave birth during the pandemic. Well, I'm actually in my room because my parents were in the living room with my kid and the TV on, and there's a lot of noise. Well, I have meetups with the girls from Paso a Paso quite often, and I always come to my room because the TV is in the other room, and I always keep my baby over there so he gets distracted. Right before December, we had a group, and the subject was about infant massages, and of course, we would have loved being able to do it physically and have a reunion, but we practiced with dolls through Zoom and that kind of stuff. And of course, you could feel the need and excitement of sharing your experience in person. So we talked about it and how tedious it is to stay at home sometimes. You know, not being able to go out with your baby and let other people see him, her, go out to the park to play or just have any sort of contact with other people. Weekly, they were a bit absent during the holidays, but after that the group started being active again, so every Monday. We get all online, uh, there are different moms in the groups and we talk about different things, but it's always stuff like the baby's teething, teething you know, when the little teeth start growing, teething. The other day we were talking about ablactation, when you start giving the baby some food, what kind of food, when to start giving the baby some formula. For example, I only breastfeed my baby and I started giving him some food around December, but it wasn't until two weeks ago that he actually wanted to start eating the food. It was quite difficult. So we talk about that kind of stuff. For example, if the baby doesn't sleep at night, all the essential stuff in the life of a baby's mother. Esencial en la vida de una 
Well, when I moved over there, I was being super careful and went outside to buy either food with face masks or hand sanitizer. And I got really scared just watching the news because, of course, I didn't want to get the virus and also have my newborn baby sick and all that stuff. And well, once the baby was born, it was also quite interesting since they only allowed one person in the room when I was giving birth. Only my sister and my boyfriend were there. My boyfriend gets super nervous, so I decided it was better that my sister went inside the room. Because I'm from Venezuela and I don't have family over there. Only both of them. When I gave birth, I was 40 hours in labor when I was finally able to have. Yeah, it was pretty intense, but a beautiful experience. So, when I was finally able to have my baby, I was obviously dying for my boyfriend to meet him, and my boyfriend was dying to meet him as well. But my sister was the only one allowed in the room. My sister only went outside the room to grab food he got for her because the hospital only served food to me and then well it was super romantic my boyfriend parked the car in the middle of the street he jumped over the fence and though and through the window he met the baby and i thought it was so cute that was childbirth during pandemic times The truth is, since I speak Spanish, I heard cable service. I personally don't really watch TV. I'm a person who works a lot and I didn't think I have time for that. But at the end of the pregnancy, I was really tired. So I would sit down to watch TV and watch Telemundo. And in that channel, the news is quite something. It can make someone kind of crazy. So in that channel is where they would say all that kind of stuff. Among my friends, I'm the one who is the most careful. My friends are not this way, and my dad says I'm a little bit obsessed with coronavirus. Well, my parents managed to come here and meet the baby after four months because obviously airports were closed in Venezuela and I've always had a great relationship with my parents. We talk on the phone every day through video calls and all that. They were actually present during the childbirth through a video call. But of course, now I have them over here and the six-month visa they were allowed is almost due so they are going back. We've had an incredible connection. We are always together. We are never apart because, oh well, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be alone. I don't know, probably if the pandemic wasn't around, my parents wouldn't come here immediately. But the truth is that it is incredible that my little sister was here. She was my rock and my support. Well, I could say if I had to think something that occurred during the pandemic is that my sister is here right now.
I left the country five years ago, Venezuela, and the truth is that even over there the last years we didn't contact each other that much because we also lived in different cities, so now that we are living together again, after, oof, how many years, like 12, 15 years, has been wonderful to live together again. Let's say I'm 37 years old and I left my house at 24, 25. There's a 12 year difference between each other, so yeah, we lived too long separated from each other, so now we're getting to know even more because I didn't live with her too much time, so now I'm truly getting to know my sister, she's my little sister. Thank God she also lives here in the States, but she lives in Orlando. And since I was by myself a couple days before I gave birth, she came up here to be with me and has been at my side during the whole process. We joke around and we call her the substitute dad because she has been with me helping me with everything. The only thing is that she has been working now because she has to work, but still, she has been very supportive of me this whole time. It's been very difficult. It's really tedious to stay home all the time, and it's tedious to feel paranoid at certain times whenever you feel like you have a little cough and to think you are sick or to find out about people you know that have passed away because they got the virus and stuff like that. So we support each other in an emotional level because, you know, we have to be careful at some point. All this is going to pass. And we will be able to go out again and we will be able to be calmer at some point. Maybe be able to travel at, because it's something that is very important for us because we don't have all of our family over here. My friend's husband and daughter were in Mexico and they couldn't come over here and she couldn't go over there because of pandemic. She was almost one year apart from her eight-year-old daughter, which is a very important age. So yeah, we were supporting each other a lot. Well, everything has been very difficult. I never imagined I was going to live and experience something like this, especially when my baby was about to be born. And I would love this pandemic to be over and be able to go to a park and see my baby, interact with other children and have conversations with other mothers in person, or just people who have babies the same age as my baby. I would love to see that. Just him interacting with other kids. That's what I want the most in the world right now. This episode of We Live Here was produced by Ronnie Swartz. Support for this project comes from an Adverse Childhood Experiences collaborative partnership with First Five Humboldt and the Humboldt County Department of Health and Human Services. Sharon Swartz served as the Early Childhood Education and Development Consultant. Spanish language interpretation was provided by Laura Power and Amelia Williams. 
Francois K. recorded the translation. We Live Here took inspiration from We Are Your Community, Aaron Youngblood-Smith and Amy Matheson's effort to increase visibility of African-American HSU students. Sydney Wilson and Jessica Golly helped with a previous attempt to circulate We Live Here stories from the Humboldt Bay community that was brought to a halt due to public health restrictions. Humboldt State University is located on unceded ancestral Wiat land. To learn more, visit the websites of the Wiat Tribe, Blue Lake Rancheria, and the Bear River Band of Ronerville Rancheria. Sincere thanks to Elena for sharing her stories of caring for family during COVID with me, and us, because we live here.